Hello everyone, welcome back to She Slays. This week we are back with another health champion story. But before we get to it, I hope you all are safe, secure and taking care of your health. For if there's one thing that we have learned in this journey of She Slays is that our health should always be a priority. If you don't believe me, then why don't you tune in to listen to Anjana Suresh's story, a 27-year-old student originally from Pune but currently in Netherlands for her master's study. Anjana was 23 when she was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. So come, let's listen to her story on She Slays this week only on Health Shots or your favorite audio streaming platform. Hi, I'm Anjana Suresh. I'm 27 years old. I'm originally from Pune, but I'm currently pursuing my master's degree in the Netherlands. And I have been type 1 diabetic since 2016. So I was 23 years old when I was diagnosed as a type 1 diabetic. I had just finished my bachelor's degree. And the doctors tell me that I must have been diabetic for at least 3 to 4 months uh, before uh, the time of the diagnosis. And I did feel the symptoms of being a type 1 diabetic. That is, I had an uncontrollable sleepiness. As in, after I eat something, I would sleep for like 3 to 4 hours and not even uh, realize that I slept that long. Uh, especially after lunch or after breakfast. Basically right after meal times. And another thing is that I used to have headaches frequently. I used to feel like drinking water all the time. I had fatigue issues. I used to feel tired all the time. So these were some things that I experienced just before diagnosis. So type 1 diabetes is a little different from the normal diabetes that we are familiar with. It is not necessarily a result of lifestyle choices like lack of exercise or obesity or anything. Type 1 diabetes happens almost entirely because of the pancreas malfunctioning somehow. So when I was diagnosed, it was discovered that my pancreas had stopped producing insulin. And it is that insulin deficiency that causes my blood sugar levels to be unstable and to rise. So it is not really a result of a lifestyle. It can be quite random. Sometimes it can be genetic, it can be sometimes due to an accident or some damage to the organs. So it's quite different from normal diabetes. So because my body does not produce any insulin, I'm, I have to administer insulin to it from some external source. Now many people they use injections and I use an insulin pump which means the insulin is directly pumped into my body using some tubes. And because of that, uh, the pump is always directly attached to my body. And I can give how many ever units of insulin I need every time I eat something. That is when I eat something with uh, carbohydrates or sugars in it. Otherwise, my body cannot process the carbohydrates or sugars that are there in the food. The immediate impact that it's had on my life is that now I have to be very careful with uh, my uh, food habits with my exercise habits for me at least now I have to be very careful with the amount of food that I eat I actually take the weight of the rice or the carbs or the atta that I use to make my food so that uh, 
if I know the weight of the carbohydrates that I'm eating and accordingly I can give that much amount of insulin required to process that much amount of carbohydrates. So it's quite complicated. It means that I have to be very precise with the amount of food that I eat and I have to be constantly calculating every time I eat something. There's no spontaneity involved unfortunately. Depending on the timings of my food, accordingly the sugar levels in my blood will vary. So in order to be able to eat certain food, I have to wait until my sugar levels come down. If suppose I eat lunch at 12, the next time I can eat maybe only at 3 o'clock because that's the amount of time it takes for my sugar levels to come down to a certain level where I can eat stuff. And I even when I exercise, I have to exercise at times when the sugar levels of my blood are high enough to accommodate that kind of physical activity. So it means that I have to live a very structured life. Yes, initially I struggled a lot because it was a totally new lifestyle for me. I mean, I was a very typical sort of student, a lot of uh, late night kind of uh, studying, maybe last minute eating, sometimes I used to skip meals, I used to um, maybe eat too much, a lot of junk food, that sort of thing. But nothing which was unusual, I mean, it was something which many of my friends used to do and I was not somebody who was inactive or something because I used to like swimming, I used to like playing. So it was not my lifestyle that was such a problem and but now I have to be extra disciplined and extra careful. I have to keep monitoring my blood sugar levels. I have to check with the uh, glucose uh, strip, the glucose meters, my blood sugar level, see if it is okay and then only eat. So a lot of small changes like that and initially it was hard because I was not used to it and my blood sugar levels used to go very high. The mental struggles mostly involve feeling a bit burned out and hopeless and the kind of sadness and depression that come out of such uh, struggles. For example, uh, I was somebody who was a foodie. I used to like eating ice cream and a lot of sugary stuff. But then with my diabetes diagnosis, I suddenly had to stop all of that. So, I mean, I still haven't completely stopped it, but I the amount of stuff that I eat has drastically reduced. And that was like a resulting sort of sadness that comes out of uh, being forced to change such habits. There are times when you work very hard to maintain your blood sugar levels and still uh, it doesn't come down. So then there's this feeling that you have failed somehow. So those kind of small things can sometimes make you feel very hopeless. But again, I was lucky that I had a very supportive family and they also recognized that when I am not feeling like my best. So they were able to tell me that, see, look, you seem to be going through a hard time. Maybe you should get help. And I have friends also who were quite supportive and who were like, yeah, maybe you need some like extra help. So that was what motivated me to go to a therapist and get some help in dealing with things. Because this is not something that is bad or an unusual thing. People go through a lot of struggles, but it's how we deal with it that is important. Now I just made peace with the fact that yes, I will have to be a little more alert, a little more active, a little more disciplined in order to live a good life while having diabetes. So once I had accepted that, I was kind of, kind of like, okay, yes, you know, this is the most I can do. And it's okay if I cannot always have fun or if I cannot always uh, hang out with my friends because of my condition. Because I would be lying if I said that my life was, my life is perfectly normal as before. It's not. 
but in some ways i think it might even be better because now i kind of value my time more and i uh, value having healthy habits i'm i think i even maybe healthier in some ways than before because now i make sure there is exercise in my life like if not on daily basis at least like two or three times a week i actually jog and run and everything i think the, the best way of dealing with any diagnosis whether it be diabetes or anything else is to stay aware find out as much as you can about your disease about your condition from your healthcare provider from your doctors and even now much of the information is available from reliable sources on the internet you just have to google search and you can find a lot of things and the second point is to find a support group there are so many online communities for type 1 diabetics at least you know there are so many type 1 diabetic people doing so many uh, amazing things like there are so many fa- famous type 1 diabetics like sonam kapoor nick jonas and just like following their journeys can give you so much inspiration and give you so much motivation to maintain your health as well and to make the effort to not lose hope and keep your schedule going and just hang in there So this was Anjana Suresh's story somebody who not only took charge of her health but also regularly keeps track of her sugar levels and her emotional and physical health as well definitely something to learn from don't you think well If you would also like to share your health story then do write to us at healthshots@hindustantimes.com and we would love to tell your story to the world till then stay in and stay safe this is chaya dabas signing off i will see you next week with another health champion story bye bye see you you were listening to health shots brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast